Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. On Sunday, once again, a cold start, but with high temperatures in the lower to mid 50s throughout the area. So beautiful weekend coming our way, a dry stretch of weather for next week with the next weather maker bringing us rain Friday of next week. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We're breaking up to 35 degrees in Ruston, 35 Bethesda, 38 on the National Mall. We're up to 33 at our nation's capital at 459. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news traffic and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Saturday morning. It is the weekend, February 3rd, 2024. Welcome in. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up this early 5 a.m. hour Saturday for you on WTOP. Biden administration believes this morning the airstrikes were successful against Iranian-backed militias in both Iraq and Syria. Montgomery County's superintendent steps down, but questions about school operations remain. I'm Kate Ryan. Two men sentenced in a 2015 D.C. murder case that faced major delays because of troubles with the D.C. crime lab. A string of burglaries targeting local shopping centers. I'm Scott Gelman. They have gains across the board on Wall Street Friday, wrapping your business week. Good morning, 5 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Stacy Lynn. The U.S. unleashed retaliatory airstrikes on Iranian-backed targets in Iraq and Syria in response to a drone strike that killed three U.S. service members last weekend. The BBC's Orla Guerin reports. The American strikes did not involve the element of surprise. They were carefully calibrated and telegraphed in advance. There will be a response. The question is, at what level? The White House is expecting Tehran to be measured in its next moves. Neither side wants a major escalation. But some Iranian-backed militia groups in Iraq and Syria may act unilaterally. California is drenched, already dealing with flooded roadways and standing water, and now more is on the way. Meteorologist Chris Warren from the Weather Channel with what they're in store for now. Another strong storm moving into the West Coast, going to bring a lot of rain. If Los Angeles ends up getting six inches of rain, in addition to what happened over the past couple of days, this will end up being the wettest week wettest seven-day period in almost 15 years, in part because of this. A strong atmospheric river, moisture pointed right into Southern California and Central California, bringing this tropical moisture up into the mountains, forced up, getting even more rain, possibly up to a foot of rain in some areas. That means there is a high risk for some life-threatening and damaging flooding. Not just a possibility, but it's likely on Sunday into Monday there will be flash flooding. A jury is set to begin deliberating Monday in a landmark case. Jennifer Crumbly's the first parent of a school shooter to face criminal charges for her child's actions. She's charged with involuntary manslaughter after her son Ethan killed four students at his Michigan high school in 2021. Andres Gutierrez is with CBS Detroit. The defense attorney Shannon Smith told the jury that she believes the shooter was an expert manipulator who hid his issues from his parents to get a gun. She also believes the prosecution presented weak evidence and that they had tunnel vision to get Jennifer Crumbly convicted. The Fulton County, Georgia District Attorney Fannie Willis had a personal relationship with a special prosecutor that she hired for the election interference case against former President Trump. So what does this mean for the case? Legal analyst Jessica Levinson. This is a great gift to the Trump campaign in terms of what they can say outside of the courtroom. But inside the courtroom, their defense can't be 
Fonnie Willis hired her boyfriend. It has to be a different defense. That's not going to be a successful one inside the court. And there are no grounds to dismiss the case or remove her from it. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. 503 on this Saturday, February the 3rd. We've got 36 degrees in Washington. The high today in the upper 40s. Good morning, everybody. I'm Kyle Cooper. The top local stories we're following for you this hour on WTOP. The superintendent of Montgomery County Schools, Monifa McKnight, is out. She resigned last night. Friday afternoon, the Montgomery County Board of Education announced it reached an agreement with Superintendent Monifa McKnight and that she'd step down effective immediately. The board cited a need to, quote, rebuild trust, begin to heal. This after the controversy over a principal accused of sexual harassment and bullying became public in August. That triggered investigations into how the school system handled allegations of employee misconduct. Montgomery County Councilmember Will Jawando leads one of the council committees that has a hearing on school operations next week. That hearing is very much still on, said Juwando. These are not something that just happened. These are over multiple boards, multiple superintendents, and problems that have persisted uh, and that were deep. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Montgomery County Executive Mark Elridge says he wishes Monifa McKnight well. In a statement, Elridge says he appreciates her service, noting she took over the school system at a difficult time. He also says he has been left out of the loop on the decision surrounding McKnight. Elward saying, to be clear, at no point has the Board of Education discussed the current issues with me. The Montgomery County Council of PTAs issued this statement. We stand ready to continue our work in partnership with MCPS during this transition, and we are prepared for a new season where we can return the focus to our children and to supporting our families and school communities. The original murder case that exposed serious forensic errors in D.C.'s troubled crime lab and ultimately led to the the lab losing its accreditation is finally coming to an end. Two men were sentenced on Friday for the shooting death of 21-year-old Amari Jenkins back in 2015. 34-year-old Joseph Brown and 30-year-old Rondell McLeod both admitted they fired 28 rounds at Jenkins outside St. Luke's Catholic Church in Northeast D.C. Brown was sentenced to 25 years behind bars, while McLeod was sentenced to 10 years in addition to the 11-year sentence he's serving for federal robbery charges. Fairfax County police are looking for suspects they believe are involved in a series of recent burglaries at two shopping centers. The first one happened at a dry cleaners at the Woodlawn Shopping Center on December 30th. Since then, Fairfax County police say there have been five burglaries and an attempted burglary reported at the Woodlawn and Sacramento shopping centers. A lot of times it's just going for cash, cash that's inside the businesses. That's Lieutenant James Curry. It doesn't appear to be connected right now. Looks like it's going to be two different suspects. The most recent incidents happened earlier this week. Police say footage shows a man breaking a door and taking cash from the Gateway International Market in Woodlawn. China Cafe is nearby and had a shattered window, but police say the suspect wasn't able to get in. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. It's 5.06. Two men are facing charges after being accused of stealing pride flags. From an Arlington home, Arlington County Police say that between September and January, they got five online reports about robbers at a house on South Courthouse Road. 
Each time a man was stealing a pride flag from outside the house in the early morning hours, police arrested 20-year-old Matthew Henshaw of Fort Myers, Virginia, and 23-year-old Joseph DeGregrio of Bayshore, New York. Both men are facing larceny charges. The Black History, this is rather Black History Month. There's a new tool to learn about important historical figures and monuments in the nation's capital. It's a project that we've been working on for a while. And what we're excited about is that there are over 300 places that are included in this map. Anita Kozart, director of D.C.'s Office of Planning, which advises on, among other things, historic preservation. The office has put out an interactive online map highlighting well-known and lesser-known people, institutions, and places that were pivotal to black and national history, like the stately building near Union station that now houses a truest bank. That was actually the site of a protest that really forced changes to uh, laws around segregation. It was known as the child's restaurant. Cozart says the map is dynamic. If you think there are places that should be included, let them know. Shane S. Doolin, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather on WTOP, Wall Street adds to its streak and a new record for cyber criminals over the holiday season. It's now 508. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and here's Robert Workman in the WTOP Traffic Center. A serious early morning crash southbound on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway near 175 in Jessup is still under investigation, and the southbound lanes of the parkway are closed at 175. You'll be diverted onto the westbound side of the road there over towards Route 1 and I-95 as you come down from Arundel Mills. Authorities hope to get more lanes open southbound by 7 a.m., but for now, southbound the BWD Parkway is still closed. Northbound, your lanes are open up towards the airport on the ride down towards the Capitol Belt way along I-95 or Route 1. You should be in good shape and no issues on the BW Parkway from 198 and 197 in Laurel going down across the Beltway and continuing into Northeast. Westbound on Route 50, all is well across the Beltway towards New York Avenue and Kenilworth Avenue. The long-term work zone on New York Avenue at Florida Avenue still takes away your right lane, but not much volume through there on the way over towards the 3rd Street Tunnel. Beltway in good shape through Silver Spring and Bethesda and down towards the American Legion Bridge. No issues reported on the 270 corridor from Frederick down towards Gay Gaithersburg and Rockville. Virginia Beltway looks good through Tyson's Corner, Annandale and Springfield. Uh, coming in on I-95 from Woodbridge up towards the Beltway, you should find all of your lanes open. 66 Dulles Toll Road and Route 7 likewise in good shape. 395 looks good inside the Beltway. 695 moving well in both directions across the waterfront after a couple of earlier fender benders in both directions near the 3rd Street Tunnel. The WTOP Traffic Studio is furnished by Regency Furniture. You can finance 60 months now with no money down, not a cent out of pocket regency furniture affordable never looks so good i'm robert workman wtop traffic all right now to seven news first alert chief meteorologist veronica johnson our weekend is looking pretty nice temperature starting this morning in the 30s but let's keep in mind it is the midpoint of winter here this weekend we'll have temperatures rising from the 30s to just shy of 50 degrees and on sunday once again a cold start but with high temperatures in the lower to mid 50s throughout the area so beautiful weekend coming our way a dry stretch of weather for next week with the next weather maker bringing us rain friday of next week i'm seven news chief meteorologist ronica johnson in the first alert weather center all right a chilly morning 38 degrees at the wharf in dc 37 in oxen hill 35 degrees in sterling virginia the forecast is brought to you by long fence save 25 percent on decks pavers and fences six months no payment no interest conditions apply go to longfence.com Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour on WTOP. Here's Jeff Clayball. 
Wall Street's record run stormed ahead this week. The Dow and the S&P 500 index closed at records yesterday. Both gained 1.5% this week. The Nasdaq's still shy of a record, but it gained 1.3% this week. Few reports or events in next week's economic calendar. There are reports due on the nation's trade deficit and another on consumer credit expected to show Americans one another $15 billion in debt in December. Several Fed Reserve Board policymakers are scheduled for public speeches. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Financial numbers from the holiday season continue to pour in, including how much money we lost to crime. Cyber criminals got busy during the holiday season, and Visa says they would have stolen a lot more if it hadn't become more vigilant. The payments giant tells Bloomberg it blocked a record $40 billion in fraudulent transactions in 2023. The number of blocked payments in December alone was up more than 450% from December 2022. Erica Herskowitz, Bloomberg Radio. Coming up on WTOP with the possibility of a new sports arena at Potomac Yard. Real estate in that area is red hot. All sold quickly after the announcement. It's 512. At this very moment, Doctors Without Borders is on the ground in communities around the world, delivering life-saving medical care where it's needed most. Our teams are bandaging war-wounded patients caught in the crossfire in Sudan. Providing clean drinking water in Haiti and performing emergency C-sections in Yemen. Doctors Without Borders teams are in over 70 countries worldwide, bringing patients from sick to recovering, from emergency to aid, from crisis to care. This life-saving work is made possible by our movement of supporters. People like you, who help our patients even when they're half a world away. At Doctors Without Borders, we won't stop working to bring our patients and their communities from crisis to care. Inflation is still running hot, while investment returns have cooled. Is your financial plan primed for this current reality? I'm Simon Hamilton with The Wise Investor Show. Every week, we discuss the latest financial trends and what investors need to know. To learn more about the impact of higher prices and how to become a better informed, wise investor, listen to The Wise Investor Show at RaymondJames.com forward slash The Wise Investor Group, or just find us on your favorite podcast app. Coming up... The Super Bowl is just over a week away, but a lot of people really don't watch a lot of it. We'll have more news and more details about that coming up in 60 seconds here on WTOP. How many times will you risk that dangerous climb in and out of the bathtub this new year? It's a smart resolution to convert that unsafe, ugly old bathtub to a gorgeous new shower. The shower system from PJ Fitzpatrick features a low, low entry that means no more tub hopping for 2024. A PJ Fitzpatrick shower is luxurious, affordable, and it all installs in just one day. Plus, PJ Fitzpatrick will include a free designer safety package this month. Visit TrustPJ.com for your free design consultation. Nothing says I love you like romantic, timeless jewelry. Even better when you can save an extra 20%. Right now at Diamonds Direct, all fashion favorite jewelry is 20% off. That's earrings, bracelets, pendants, bands, colored gemstone jewelry. Get 20% off Diamonds Direct's already unbeatable prices. Special financing, too. Get her something she can enjoy and appreciate for years to come. A fashion favorite from Diamonds Direct. Shop in-store or online at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. 
6 a.m. Breaking news from Alexandria. 3.15 p.m. An update now on a story we've been following all day. 6.17 p.m. New information just coming in. WTOP doesn't just report breaking news and move on. We stay with the story. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts Matter. 515, good morning. I'm Kyle Cooper. A new arena for the Caps and Wizards at Potomac Yard in Alexandria is not yet a done deal, but that's not stopping a whole lot of real estate moves in that area. Axios reporter Mimi Montgomery spoke with WTOP's Dimitri Sotis about what the real estate agents are saying around that area. Some folks are getting really excited about the announcement. It's kind of spurring them to make decisions. You know, I spoke to a good number of local real estate agents, and they're saying that they're seeing this announcement generate some buzz about some listings in the Potomac Yard area that they were having trouble moving, but then all sold quickly after the announcement. And then they're also seeing some folks who were previously considering selling their homes in the area now deciding to hold on to them instead and rent them out as investment properties. And likewise, seeing some folks come in wanting to buy a walkable to the proposed arena site as an investment property. You know, on the other hand, though, I did speak with an agent who told me that a couple of her clients who own townhomes directly in the Potomac Yard area wanted to sell ASAP and get out quickly because they didn't want to live through, you know, the arena construction and all of the crowds and whatnot that might come with a potential arena opening. These property values and and others nearby had already kind of increased because Amazon announced its HQ2 in nearby Crystal City. And of course, since then, a whole lot of construction. Uh, How does that figure into this? Well, I mean, the Potomac Yard area and then the areas surrounding it, you know, like Delray, Lynn Haven are really, really popular areas in Alexandria right? Because you're so close to the district, you can drive right in there, but yet, you know, you have a bit more of a suburban feel, a bit more space, um, but it's also super walkable. So we're already talking about super popular neighborhoods. And, you know, speaking with agents, they all say that the arena will only probably help to increase areas that are already sort of increasing in value and price. So that's something that, you know, sort of folks who aren't excited about the arena are worried about too, you know, it it potentially affecting prices and maybe driving them up and making an area that's already pretty pricey, even pricier. Is there a final thought you have or an anecdote somebody shared with you that you'd like to share? We're just going to have to kind of like wait and see, right? I mean, this isn't a done deal yet. And there are like so many different factors at play here that you know, it really could turn out to be a boon, you know, sort of like a bust or just really have no effect at all. So we're just going to have to wait and see. That is Axios reporter Mimi Montgomery. Slowdowns expected on the American Legion Bridge this morning. We're tracking a big storm expected to hit the Washington region this afternoon. WTOP reports new crash tests could affect your next car decision. Survey shows student absenteeism for DMV area kids is skyrocketing. President Biden and Republican lawmakers announced they're making progress on a potential compromise. I heard it on WTOP News. Facts matter. 103.5 FM. Now the top stories we're working on this morning at WTOP. The U.S. launching airstrikes in Iraq and Syria in retaliation for the drone attack in Jordan that killed three U.S. service members. Montgomery County Public Schools Superintendent Monifa McKnight is out. She resigned last night. A Michigan jury expected to start deliberating Monday in the trial of Jennifer Crumbly, the first parent to be charged in a child's deadly school attack. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. It's now 518. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and here is Robert Workman in the WTOP Traffic Center. 
Southbound Baltimore Washington Parkway still closed at 175 in Jessup. Serious crash overnight under investigation and reconstruction. Expect uh, delays coming down from Arundel Mills. You'll be diverted onto westbound 175. That'll take you over to Route 1 or I-95. Those are your main alternates. No issues on the Beltway as you head through Greenbelt and College Park and over through Silver Spring and Bethesda. Southbound on 270. Lanes open as you head south of Frederick, down towards Hyattstown and Clarksburg, and right on down towards Rockville. On the Virginia Beltway from the American Legion Bridge through Tyson's Corner and down towards Annandale and Springfield, you should find all of your lanes open. Northbound on I-95, all as well from Dale City, heading up towards Springfield and continuing inside the Beltway along 395 towards the Pentagon and the 14th Street Bridge. 66 looks good from Manassas and Centerville in towards Fair Oaks and the Beltway, Dulles Toll Road, Route 7 and 123, all doing well through Tyson's Corner. Prince George's County Beltway, A-OK on the interloop as you head over towards the Woodrow Wilson Bridge and no early issues northbound on 210 up from Fort Washington, Route 5 from Brandywine up through Clinton or Route 4 Pennsylvania Avenue coming in from Upper Marlboro towards the Beltway. Make the hiring process work for you with Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution. You can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. I'm Robert Workman, WTOP Traffic. All right, now to 7 News. First alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Well, it's the midpoint of winter coming up on Sunday, but you sure can't tell. Our temperature is slightly above average for your Saturday here, then well above average for Sunday. And we've got a warming trend coming our way again next week. So skies have been clearing over the last few hours. Our temperatures early this morning, 30 to 36 degrees. But this afternoon, forecasting a range between 45 and 50 degrees, and then a range on Sunday, a bit higher between 48 and 55 degrees. And both Saturday and Sunday will feature sunshine. I'm also tracking sunshine for your Monday, your Tuesday, your Wednesday of next week. Temperatures on Monday starting out at 50 degrees, Wednesday at 54. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. All right, 40 degrees this morning in Springfield, 34 Farragut Square, 33 degrees in Laurel. The forecast is brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air, trusted same-day service seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, Caitlin, and she has officially moved on up in the record books. The most exciting player in college sports is in town today playing against Maryland. We'll have details on that coming up. It's now 521. Every two minutes, a woman in the U.S. is diagnosed with breast cancer. And in that split second moment in time, her life changes forever. The toll of breast cancer is great. The need to support those who are battling the disease today is even greater. And that's why when others look away, Susan G. Komen leans in. We're fighting alongside patients because we know one moment can change a lifetime. Fighting breast cancer takes funding for research to discover the next new treatment, providing access to quality and affordable health care and people willing to take action by raising funds and raising their voice to advocate for others. United by hope, we can end breast cancer. Join our fight. Save lives. Every moment counts if you're at risk or living with lung cancer. And anyone with lungs can get lung cancer. It causes more cancer deaths than breast, colon, and prostate combined. And while there may be moments where you question your next step, through it all, GoTo for Lung Cancer is here for you. We are your community. For screening, treatment, and survivorship support, GoTo is your go-to. Confronting lung cancer starts here. Visit GoTo.org. 
Jack Frost is a slippery character. <laughs> With a nasty bag of tricks. Sleet and snow. Freezing rain and the big bad blizzard. Don't let him fool you. Depend on WTOP for traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. A winter weather advisory has just been issued. A lot of side streets remain unplowed. You'll know how to dress the kids to deal with Jack Frost. And you'll know when you can hit the road, Jack. WTOP News. Facts matter. It's 522. Step back. She's comfortable already. One of the most exciting players in college sports is in action at the University of Maryland today as she closes in on the all-time scoring record in women's college basketball. The Terp Sports Information Department says it usually receives about 60 credential requests for a women's conference game. For this one against the Hawkeyes, they've received 90. That's the Caitlin Clark effect. Diane, she is the greatest show in sports. This is Title IX personified. We've never seen anything quite like this. Basically, even going back all the way to the 99 Women's World Cup. USA Today columnist and CNN contributor Christine Brennan says Clark is wrapped up in a much larger story about how the country has fallen in love with what Title IX created. It's a story of opportunity. You give the other 50% of our population an opportunity to play sports and they are absolutely killing it. And it's also about creating a stronger nation. I mean, whatever that girl you see in the kitchen every morning, whatever she's going to be, she will be better at it because she played sports because of Title IX. Diane Roberts, WTOP News. Millions of Americans are preparing for the Super Bowl next week, but you may be surprised to learn a lot of people barely watch the game. Chiefs and Niners fans are hyped about watching their team soon in the Super Bowl. But did you know about 40% of people barely watch the actual game? According to a poll by Charbroil, more than half of people who tune into the Super Bowl are only in it for the halftime show. The commercials and the snacks. In fact, nearly 30% of people spend more time in front of food during the big game. Their snack of choice? Chips followed by hot dogs, pizza, and burgers. By the way, most people also believe food makes or breaks a Super Bowl party, so plan wisely. Monica Ricks, CBS News. 524. Now, just a second here. This Barbie was not in the movie, but Mattel is releasing a Super Bowl champion Barbie doll, which will be dressed in the winning team's colors, complete with a hat and a foam finger. You can pre-order now, but if your team loses, you can get a refund. The new Barbie will not be shipped out, however, until coming up this summer in August. Sports at 25 and 55. To get the update now, here's Rob Woodfork. Fitting for Groundhog Day, the Wizards had a second consecutive bad third quarter in a home loss. They fell 110-102 to the Miami Heat, despite leading by as many as 11 in the first half. Two days after the Clippers outscored the Wiz by 21 in the third period, the Heat went on a 31-15 rollout of halftime. Interim coach Brian Keefe. We came out and had a great first half. We are playing. Defense was good. Sharing the ball. Second unit came in, really bought it. Came out. Okay, a little flat start the third quarter, but at the end of the third, I thought we got some great looks. We just missed some wide-open shots. And I truly 